State your name for the record. Jin Erso. Forgery of Imperial documents. Possession of stolen property. Aggravated assault. Resisting arrest. On your own from the age of 15. Reckless, aggressive, and undisciplined. This is a rebellion, isn't it? I rebel. We have a mission for you. A major weapons test is imminent. We need to know what it is and how to destroy it. Is that clear? Yes, sir. What will you do when they catch you? What will you do if they break you? If you continue to fight... Standing by. Red Six standing by. Good night. Standing by. You're listening to the Ion Cannon Podcast. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Your source for entertainment reviews from a galaxy far, far away. This is it. Welcome to the Ion Cannon Podcast, your source for entertainment reviews from a galaxy far, far away. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen, and I'm joined by my friends and co-hosts, Tom and William. Today, we're not actually talking about Rebels, unlike the last, I don't know, 20 episodes or so. Yep. We're talking about something a little bit different, something coming in December, um, kind of a rogue episode, if you will. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> boy, boy, did you drop a hint on what we're talking about today. Well, there's only so, one episode, Tom. Well, that's true. A rogue one-off, if you, you know, if you say, like, I don't know, does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. <laughs> All right, I don't mean to get teased. Okay, so I mean, let, let's let's just get right to it, right? Um, this was kind of a surprise. We, I was not expecting this to drop this week, and on uh, let's see, this was April seventh. Uh, it, it dropped. That was Thursday. So on Wednesday night, uh, Lucasfilm was basically posted a very short teaser saying, or a teaser for a teaser saying, "Hey, guess what? the The trailer is coming out tomorrow morning on Good Morning America." Uh, for the teaser trailer, official tra- teaser trailer for Rogue One, a Star Wars story. And completely out of nowhere. was not expecting this at all. Um, were you guys? Like, was this something you thought was going to happen? I was sure it was going to be another c- Celebration Europe, in this case, thing. I did not expect this to come out. Oh, you thought that was going to be that late? I thought mm. uh, it would have... Celebration Europe is in what, July? I think so, June, July, yeah. It would have that would have been a little late, but I figured that you know you gotta have something big. For yeah. Some. I mean, I guess they'll probably still get the main trailer, the non-teaser trailer. All this felt pretty much like a full trailer to me. But yeah. But I mean, in in this case, like I thought, well, maybe like I don't know, end of April, beginning of May or something. But they didn't even wait 
like the day after the Force Awakens came out on DVD and Blu-ray, they dropped the the teaser announcement, and the day after that, the teaser hit. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, it's pretty cool. I mean, I I, I love this trailer. Um, can, can I jump when, in? When did quick? you guys see it? Yeah, Tom. Well, Tom? Yeah, I'm gonna jump in quick. I really didn't see this as the teaser trailer to me the teaser trailer was what they showed saying this is what's going to be coming to good morning america just that little itty bit mm-hmm. because even when you thought of the teaser trailer for the for force awakens that teaser trailer showed nothing there was right. nothing in it there was no story at least in this you could say there is it there it's not nothing in this trailer there is still a bit of a story that's developed in this teaser and to mm-hmm. me this was a trailer because it did have the, it did have a story in it. Mm-hmm. Not unlike that's I think know, what struck me the most is because like I think it's because it's so different. It's such a different Star Wars film. Absolutely. They have to say yes. a little bit more. Um, and so you're right in, in this teaser. Like they didn't introduce all the characters. There's a lot of stuff that we don't see in this in this teaser. Mm-hmm. But you're right. We do get a lot more story than we got with the Force Awakens for sure. Right and. I mean, I would say it's it's probably more along the lines of the teasers for the prequels, mm-hmm. uh, where we did get a little more story in in those teasers, but uh, but yeah, it was it was very uh, there was a lot more information than I I thought we were gonna get. We actually got the names of characters, yep. we got uh, or at least you know one character. We got um, we got Mon Mothma. You know, I mean, that was the cool we, we saw Mon Mothma in there. Yeah, yeah so yeah. We'll, we'll we'll go through the trailer frame by frame or, or step you know scene by scene. Scene by scene. But yeah. we're just kind of frame by about, frame. I feel yeah, a little much. <laughs> yeah, a little bit a little bit crazy. Um, but we still want to talk about our, our general impressions to begin with. Uh, so did this this hit first thing in the morning? When did you guys watch the trailer? So uh, I w- I remember seeing that it was coming out. I woke up, and then I actually waited for Laura and my fiance to wake up so we could watch it together. And nice. she, she woke up like half an hour later and then we, <laughs> and then I got nice. really excited. And I think I texted you pretty soon after. Yeah. Or you texted me one of the two. One, one of the two. I don't remember. We just started messaging each other. Um, yeah, I, I was, uh, I thought it was going to be on good morning America. So I, I don't, I don't really watch it, but I, mm. you know, set it to record just so I could, I figure, okay, well I'll watch it between what seven and nine. And I forgot that because, East Coast time. Um, the trailer actually ended up going up at, up at, at six o'clock. So, you know, when I I woke up to watch uh, Good Morning America, and it, it was already online, which was great. Yep. I didn't have to watch it at all. Um, so I, I wasn't awake the second it hit, like I'd wanted to be. But um, but yeah, no, it was it was fantastic. And I just put it on repeat the rest of the day. I, I watched it too many times. I watched it on my iPad. I was like, oh, look, it's there. And then I went to work and put it on my screen at work and just watched it there in all its glory. Nice. Yeah, yeah I watched it a couple <laughs> times at work before everybody got in because that way they didn't have to hear it blasting in the background. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, okay. So the, the, trailer, the trailer opens, mm-hmm. and we get the Force theme played on the piano. Mm-hmm. I I'm I'm getting the sense that the Force theme is like the the official trailer music for Star Wars, especially lately. Because the the Force Awakens had the same thing. It kind of feels like it for yeah. sure. And then uh, again, it I, is the most some of the most iconic Star Wars music. And they really like I feel you know twisting it a little bit for each new uh, incarnation, new trailer. Yeah. Yeah, like, definitely. 
but it, but it yeah. it works in this one. I mean, you're setting a different tone in this. This is still a Star Wars movie, but there's a different tone because the one thing that I did notice watching this trailer, there are no lightsabers in this. And I'm not going to say you didn't see a Jedi because we don't know all the characters, but it's a different feel to this movie compared to what we have expected and what we've seen mm-hmm. in the last seven. So they had to do this. Yeah, and I think again, I think that's intentional. One that yep. I mean, there might not be Jedi in this in this at all, right? Because that, that we know of. That we know of. At this time, the yes. only Jedi are supposed to be, you know, Luke, and maybe some. Maybe there's still a couple stragglers that they they kind of they're gonna pull a Darth Plagueis and Phantom Menace thing where they're like, oh, Darth Plagueis is actually still alive till after the end of the Phantom Menace, but you know, you just don't see him in the movie, but like. Um, I think, yeah, they're they're trying to stay away from the Jedi and tell more of a, a military story in this case, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Which to yep. this and you, this way makes you sense. Get, you get that feel from the trailer from, I'd say, the moment it starts until the very, very end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the the trailer opens with um, with an introduction to Jin Erso, and that's the name of Felicity Jones' character in she, she plays main the, character, I'd say. the main yeah. character, yeah. Or so it seems, I should say. No, I, I, I think know. when they announced the film, they, they did say that she was the, the main the main the main star. Um, and I think she she looks like she's gonna be amazing for the part. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so they they introduce her and and they it has like some what sounds like a uh, imper- I th- it's it's framed like it's a it's a a rebel officer, but I think it's actually an Imperial officer. I, sus- I suspect she might get captured at some point because he says, you know, state your name for the record. Uh, I'm guessing oh, that's voice might be an Imperial. Yeah. yeah. They're just cutting yeah. it together in a way that fits for the trailer. Yeah. But he then starts going through her uh, her rap sheet, basically. You know, forgery of Imperial documents, possession of stolen property, aggregated assaults, resisting arrest. It goes through the whole thing. And we actually get a little bit more behind the scenes on her as well. We find out that she's been on her own since she was 16 years old. Kind of sounds familiar. Although one, exactly. one person a little bit younger. Yep, ex- yep, yep. And then, you know, she's kind of reckless, impulsive, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So she, we, we're definitely seeing she's, she's kind of a, a rogue herself. She's kind of a rogue one mm-hmm. in, in many ways. Uh, yeah. I don't also, know. What, what, any, any theories here? Any thoughts? I think for me, it's too early at this time to come up with anything. I'd like to see one more trailer, but I, I'm intrigued. I am very intrigued, and I like the way Star Wars is going with the female characters like this. I, not to say that I want another male strong character. I think that this is a very interesting take, and it's going to be fascinating to see how they're going to move her as the main character through this story, how she works. Yeah, looking forward to yep. it. Definitely. And what we do see as she enters the the Imperial, uh, sorry, the Rebel base, which looks like it might be on Yavin. I think. That's Yavin what it looks 4? like. This, to is, me. this is the yeah, that yeah. is the Rebel base on Yavin yep, Four. That is. This is really cool. I and, love and, seeing that again. And we, of course, we get all, we get all the rebels with their 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 curved hats, or their helmets, yeah. like we see in A New Hope. Yeah, it's all yeah, that old school stuff. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just cool, especially, especially, I kind of got to throw it back out there again to see to see him on Mothma in front of that, let's say, galaxy map was just so iconic for me because it literally it, it definitely brought me back brought me yeah back, brought me back to uh the original star wars so well, that, it, that... It, it... sorry go ahead william no go, go please please Stephen. i was gonna was... say that first shot of on mothma i 
you know, I almost forget that it's not the same actress. Yes, or not the, agreed. Like, mm-hmm. I know she played uh, Mon Mothman in the deleted scenes in Return of the Sith as well. Or Return of the Sith, excuse me. <laughs> but it, it blows my mind how, like, especially that first shot, like, mm-hmm. I almost, I didn't even notice it at first. It's like, oh, yeah, that's Mon Mothma. Duh. Like, it was yeah. just... No, it's, it's such really a brilliant casting. casting. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and, and I mean, Genevieve O'Reilly, as, as you said, she was cast um, uh, in Revenge uh, Revenge of the Sith to play Mon Mothma, and then all her scenes were cut. And you can see them on the, on the deleted scenes, but she actually was not in the film. And now, 13 years later, she's able to come back and reprise her role as Mon Mothma in a much, I'm assuming, much larger role. No. And it's it, just it, so it, cool. And she looks so much like Carolyn Blakiston. Yeah, I was going to so say, much. I was going to throw this out there, and you probably answered the question, but do you think that helped her to be 13 years later to actually fit that time frame at this point? Oh, totally. Oh, that's actually totally. really, I hadn't even thought about it from that perspective. Because yeah. think about it, we're what, we're at this point probably four years before um, Return of the Jedi. So when we see her in Return of the Jedi, sorry? Is it six between four and six? No. No, no, no. I thought it was no, no. it was Sorry, one and then four. three. Or or one and two. No, no it's three and one. Yeah, no. that's what I'm now the confused. first time. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Exactly. Well, sorry, I said one and three, but I meant it reversed where it's three and oh, one. Okay. But, but yeah, I just meant the it's a total of four years. So we're we're roughly four, maybe four and a half years before Return of the Jedi. Which means like, you know, they have to look pretty darn similar at this point. Right. Uh so it's just so cool, like you said, to to see her. Yeah. Now, really impressive. I'm curious how they explain that Mon Mothma was not at uh, on Yavin Four during the Death Star attack. We had a uh, Jan Dodonna instead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that might play a part in the episode at some point. Yeah. It, yeah. Actually, that that's fascinating. I hadn't thought about that, but she she definitely cannot be on the base at that point. Um, well, I don't. thing is, I don't want to say cannot. Daudana, would she not be in the control? Would she not be in the the war room though? Dirt while the Death yeah, Star is attacking. I mean, she's the civilian leader though. I can see. I don't know. I it'd be a push, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I think yeah, I, I agree, Stephen. I think right now we're we're kind of splitting hairs if she was going to be there or not. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I'm curious. I I would guess that will be explained as. Uh, you know, Mon Mothma is often sent on trade negotiations and things like that. Not that William mm-hmm. and I did that the other day. Uh, <laughs> another Star Wars board game where I sent Mon Mothma on trade negotiations. I may um, or may not have captured Steven's Han Solo and almost frozen him in carbonite before winning the game. Oh, jeez. <clears throat> uh, anyway. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I, they could even explain it away very simply in that she's out, you know, gathering new allies. Maybe recruiting some Bothan spies. You never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. We also get introduced to um, Diego Luna's character. We don't have a name for him yet, but we do see him briefly kind of staring at uh, at Jin or so. He's kind of the um, roguish character. Yeah. Think? Well, <laughs> I guess all of them are kind of roguish characters. In this yeah, case. well, I, okay, that was that was the most obvious thing I threw out there, okay, which is very true. But is there a possibility? Yeah, he has a Han Solo vibe almost. He's got the Han Solo vibe, but, but yeah. is it possible to throw it out there? Could he be an expanded universe character? Let's say, let's say Dash Rendar, or the other uh, one I was thinking, or the other one I was thinking, could that be? Oh no, he died. I was going to say, could that be? Um, oh, it Luke's friend Biggs? that got blown Biggs? up. Biggs, yeah, 
yeah, yeah. But that's yeah it's not uh, I, I, a lot of people thought it was him initially mm-hmm. but um i don't think it is well it can't be because he got blown up in the first de- first death no, no 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 this, this is before that oh this is before yeah, the first death okay yeah, so, they don't have the plant yet that's oh the whole geez. point why am I why am I getting this all blanked? I am so sorry about that. <laughs> and you know what? That on top of that, it it is the case because that looked like with the saucer session go, section going into the Death Star, a completed Death Star, not the second one from Exactly. Into, yes, yeah, okay. this is the first Death Star. Yeah. Wow. Um so but, it's, uh, Yeah, it's hard to say who Yeah, it is. I would assume it'll be another new character, especially. I believe no... it is as well. Having followed the rumors, the, the rumors are he has a very different name. I won't, we won't go into him here right now, but um, so I think it's a different character. Yeah, but it is kind of interesting to to very curious to see what he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say it'll be really interesting to see kind of, and Jin is a good example of this. What the rebellion looks like at this point, they're still mm-hmm. kind of in the the rebellious phase. They haven't really solidified into more formal systems. So we've got the kind of more, I'm going to say roguish characters, but the, uh, how would I describe this? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the characters who are going to be as a, uh, not as, I don't know. They're not as military. Like you yeah. think about the rebellion at this point versus the rebellion in episode, uh, six. So they have, they're much that. more structured at that point. Right. The words are not coming to me. Yes, exactly. They're, they're kind of still disorganized, I think, in uh, in the time period of A New Hope. Even though, like, as we see in Rebels, they're trying to, like, form stuff. There's still a bunch of splinter groups right now. or Not splinter groups, but, like, different cells, basically. And they're not necessarily communicating a lot. Like, the maybe the Lothal cell isn't talking with the Yavin cell as mm-hmm. much. Or, you know, you know as, as we thought, you know, we were talking about how, like, Dodonna might be in one place, Mothma Moth, Moth somewhere else. And maybe they're talking at a high level, but... For the most part, they're not really pooling. Yeah, they haven't pulled the resources. They're working together, or they don't have one big giant fleet. It's a bunch of small separate things that, if one gets attacked, you know, they don't. They're not uh, at risk or extremely vulnerable. Mm -hmm. True. Um, Versus in Return of the Jedi, where we see like them all finally come together for for one major major attack. Yeah. So, uh, you know. Yeah. It'll be very interesting, Uh, but we, we do get to see. Sorry, Steven. No, go ahead. I'll let you finish. As is, we do get to see Jin, um, some of her skills in the, in the trailer at the very beginning, uh, after she introduced herself, and she says, you know, that the great line, "This is a rebellion, isn't it? I rebel." Mm-hmm. Uh, see, I was gonna say that was my one part of the trailer. That I was like, okay, you didn't like yeah. that. I saw so many people quoting that online. <laughs> I, it's a, it's one of those things. It's a little on the nose, I think. A little hokey for you. A little hokey. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. True. But uh, we do get to see her 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 skill with a a stick, basically. I think it's like a some sort of staff, where she's just taking out uh, stormtroopers. Yep. And, or and, or actually, maybe it was a, now I'm rewatching it. it. Looks like she's just slap slapping with a blaster. Well, but, it could be both. It looks like but, she. Oh, it's like a baton. More like, more like yeah, a, it could be a like a, a baton of some kind. Yeah. But it's interesting. So she's uh, clearly attacking a group of stormtroopers quite effectively. Mm-hmm. But I'm. It's another sandy planet, and I—it's yep. a little too many buildings for me to think it's Tatooine. I sure as hell hope it's maybe not like a downtown area, but yeah, yeah that doesn't look like yeah, Tatooine. It's possible, and we later on in the trailer we do see some moisture evaporators, but I really hope we're staying away from Tatooine. Like this is the <laughs> planet where Luke says, "If you know, if there's a center of the galaxy, this is farthest from." Right, it can't right. be in almost every Star Wars it movie. Can't, it can't yeah, be yeah. in every exactly. <laughs> 
Or, or even, you know, we did have uh, Jakku, which is different, but all, very sandy as well. So yeah. I do hope that they they do branch out a bit more. Um, it, they're definitely not Jakku. It, there's many buildings here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be like a downtown Tatooine type of thing. Uh, maybe in Mos Espa or Mos Eisley. But um, yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you there. We also so, briefly, briefly get a glimpse of some sort of droid behind a very tall droid behind Jin. Uh, and yeah, I think that's, that's going to be car- interesting to see play out. Yeah, and I believe that, that's who the that droid is. that Alan Tudyk plays mm-hmm. um, in the in the film. I'm really excited for that. Alan yeah. Tudyk is a fantastic voice actor. Oh yes, yeah. I really I can't wait to see um, what he brings because we don't really get to see him at all in this trailer. Yeah. So after uh, after we get the Irabel line and kind of this introduction to Jin, because basically the, the first thirty seven seconds, thirty five, I guess, without the couple seconds at the beginning, the first thirty mm-hmm. seconds of the trailer are all dedicated to just introducing Jin. Yeah. Um, which is not something we've gotten we got in the you know the Force Awakens trailers for sure. So she's definitely the the, the main character here. We get yeah, this it- really. It was really great uh, music, kind of like uh, the music kind of intensifies a bit, and we start to get this, you know, siren noise almost blaring. Well, now wait a well, minute, that, si- yeah. that siren scenes. noise we've heard before. Yeah, or, I'm no, sorry, that's, that, that's later. That's right, that that's later. Yeah, yeah. No, so yeah. I was gonna say that before we get to the the sirens, we get a shot that at first I was like, ah, oh, that's a kind of boring shot, um, where you see her. It looks like she's looking out a window, you mm-hmm. know, kind yep. of. I always imagine, like, okay, this is, like, the D-Day shot where you've got the soldiers all in the ship, you know, and they're going in to land on the beach. And I realize this is actually probably going to be a really cool shot because they're probably not on the ground. You know, you think she about, like, the, you've got a classic military scene, and I th- it'll be really cool to see the Star Wars take on it where it's like, hey, mm. you know, we have flying vehicles. What does that look like? We see a little bit of it in The Force Awakens, but we see it all from the outside, and I'm curious what it'll be like on the inside as well. Right, so, right. Yeah. You're right. Cause this is still like the the more the intense music. We're not quite at the siren yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. But we do get then, probably your favorite scene, Stephen. I oh, was gonna say, love this. How love did, this. How did you know? Oh, it's I don't like... know. But yes, we get my favorite scene, which is of course the shot of the Star Destroyer being eclipsed by the uh, super laser from the Death Star. And that was so cool because you see the Star Destroyer at first and there's like a black star field behind mm-hmm. the Star Destroyer or what you think is a black star field, but it's and not. It, it's just the shadow of the Death Star's, uh, the cone of the Death Star super laser casting a shadow onto the rest of the Death Star and the sparks of light, which you think are stars, are actually windows on the Death Star. Yeah, And such a, just such a beautiful shot too, where you see just... It this, really is. Yeah, just this... Nice cruising Star Destroyer as the dish saucer section gets put into the Death Star. And then to see the immensity of the Death Star and it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven Star Destroyers right mm-hmm. there outside I, of it as the dish is going in. Just incredible. I, so there's so many great things. So, yes, there's the seeing the, the super laser being put in, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, there's also... I. I loved the Star Destroyers. Okay, it's not a surprise, but they <laughs> they look so faithful to the original trilogy. They you know they don't look CG at all. Mm-hmm. Like they're just they're beautiful, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad they retain that kind of faithfulness. For sure, and then that's actually one thing that's 
very prominent in this trailer. Like, we in the Force Awakens, we saw all these um, classic designs, but they were tweaked a bit, right? They were more mm-hmm. modernized. Uh, the stormtroopers looked different. The Star Destroyers looked a little different. This but is they... set just before New Hope, so everything looks identical. Right. Well, and even uh, then, and like... so we get that you know, we get these original, uh, these classic, iconic looks again. Mm-hmm. And it's not just that; it's the way they're shot and filmed. I mean, I so I don't know if they're actually. Uh, What's the word? The I don't know if they're actually effects. CG or practical effects, but mm-hmm. they look like practical effects. Mm-hmm. That's Unlike, all you know, and a lot of stuff. And I'm, I, I love the effects in the Force Awakens. Don't get me wrong, but you can always tell when it's digital. Right. It just right. it's it's a clear scene, and the fact that they're going back to kind of more practical effect looking piece for you know something that is from the Force Awakens is just mm-hmm. perfect. Or now, sorry, from after, before A New Hope. That's right. What I meant. And and now I I was just thinking this watching this trailer. This is going to be fun for me because, again, I've mentioned this before on the podcast that I remember seeing the original in the movie theater when it first came out. This is, again, when it comes to episode seven, but this is going to feel more of that going back in time and watching the original on screen because that will be on screen what I saw, those iconic scenes, those iconic Star Destroyers, that iconic Death Star again at that point of time is going to be really fun to see at my age to go back in there and like, God, part of this Mm -hmm. is like I'm a kid again because that's Mm -hmm. iconic. That's everything I remember on the screen. Sure, the matte lines aren't going to be there. Sure, the effects are updated, (laughs) but still. It's it's, it's, it's kind of that like you remember watching Star Wars as a kid and then you go back to it, you know, years, years later. You're like, oh, yeah. yeah. I don't remember seeing the black boxes circling around the TIE fighters because yes. you know, they couldn't they didn't have a better way of doing it then. Right. Yeah. Right. And this and right now I, I'm I'm watching the trailer and even back inside the command center, the shot of whichever general this is looking at, at uh Felicity Jones's character saying, Is that clear? Just mm-hmm. that shot alone I'm looking at right now still feels like you're in Yavin base. Yep. Exactly. So and, and sweet. so so I have a quick correction uh, then, because uh, this guy, I think that's the same voice we hear at the beginning. So I don't. Maybe it's not an imperial interrogation. Maybe that really is the rebel. Uh, I don't uh, know. It, it, I think I don't think you're far off. You no, don't think I, so? Okay. I, no, I, I think, think I think you're pretty close. Yeah, I, I think I think. I thought maybe they were him. editing it in a way that made it seem like it's all part of the rebellion talking to her, but maybe like she gets captured later in the movie and they're well, re- reading off her list of crimes. Hit towards that. So mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but yeah, we do get to see this this general, you know, and she says, "Yes, it's clear." But even before that, Mon Mothma's big line of dialogue is, uh, and again, she sounds so great. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she says the, the the big key piece for all the people who aren't familiar with what Rogue One is about: a major weapons test is imminent as we imminent as we see the Death Star, and we need to know what it is and how to destroy it. And that's what the whole film is about, obviously. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, so it's really cool. And then, of course, that's when we get, okay, this December, which is interesting. They're not saying December 16th, even though they've announced a date. Um, they say this December. And then we start getting the Death Star uh, warning blaring. And we get a scene with Diego Luna's character and um, Jin Erso walking out of the Rebel base with a bunch of uh, X-Wing pilots and uh, troops running around. We even get a gonk droid, some X-Wings in the background. Yeah. It looks great. Okay. Now, the mm-hmm. next one coming and up. And then we get the klaxon. Now. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but actually, before before we move past the klaxon. Ah! Uh, 
Sorry, I know. This uh, is going to be a really nitpicky thing. It bothered okay. me. The Claxon? Not the right sound. It is oh. It's a little too from the original Claxon. Like, every time I've watched it, it starts up, and my first instinct is, that's not right. Maybe really? Maybe just because I've seen it a little bit too much, I feel it just sounds a little too high-pitched to me. You know okay, what? Okay, now, now I need to go back and... And and I feel like I need to like compare the two Claxons side by side. I hate to say this, I think I, I think he might be right because I think in Disney Infinity I was playing the Death Star level, and I think you're right. Yeah, is it, is think... the is the is the Death Star Claxon just slightly longer? No, no, no. Okay. No, I, I think it's too... I think it's hi- higher pitched. Yeah, I'm gonna send it to you, and it's you'll hear it, and you'll be like, you know what, Stephen, you're right. I don't know how you knew that, but you're right. <laughs> Actually, it's lower. It's, oh, you're right. It is yeah, much lower. The, yeah. The one in uh, the trailer is a much higher pitched sound. It bothers Yeah, me. I can see why they did Not it, though, because I don't like it sounds better for the trailer. It does. It does. For, it does. Okay. Fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Can, can, anyway, can, can, can we can, We can continue. Tom, yeah, you were going to say something. Please say something. Yes. And, and this is. After all that, we get this, and I'm going to say it, this iconic beauty shot of a Grand Admiral with <laughs> with a planet that has to be a planet behind him or a star system or something. The, well, it could be the Death no, that Star. Looks, that looks like the bridge of the Death Star with a planet behind it. Right, that, looks, because look, look, see, it's, it's the the background is just at an angle slightly. It looks like one of the the Death Star's main um, viewports. Right. Yeah, that's that's what I see. Okay. Um, but we do but, get, as you said, the, the first appearance ever of a Grand Admiral in uh, Star Wars. Hey, no, no, it is not the first appearance. No, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. You are a Grand Admiral no. in A New Hope. He's oh, okay, same, sorry. Did. No, you're he's right. Same, he yeah, just has the cape. I'm not used to the cape. Okay, yeah, we, yeah, we had. He's, we he's had. looking very Thrawn in this. That has to be Thrawn. No, it's no, not. They, he's not. They, it has to be. It, it's that, not that Thrawn. That would be the worst example. So that what would, do you they mean? would they would make so many people upset. That's not. Why? Him. So I don't want to. I don't want to call it whitewashing because it's not like it's not really. But you've got this amazing iconic character. He's got an iconic look. You cannot just change his species just because. No. Now, that being said, if the character at the end of Aftermath is not Thrawn... Maybe him? Maybe it's him. Because that's set shortly after Return okay. of the Jedi. I okay. could buy that. Okay. 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 I believe... Okay. Uh, so so this, this guy is played by um, Ben Mendelsohn. Uh, for those who are, are, are curious, but... Um, you're right, you're right. Obviously, I'm sorry. We, we have seen Grand Admirals before, but in this case, he just looks so... He, to your point, Tom, this so is, iconic here. He looks, this is the first time someone's looked like a Grand Admiral. Yes. yes. Okay. Aside but, from sitting around a table, he looks yeah. imposing. He looks. He's he's like holding a. I think he's holding a blaster. Um, he's holding something like it. Yeah. Could be a cane. I don't know. But okay. I, I'm 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 gonna go. I'm gonna go back to what Dave Filoni said at the the Monday thing that William and I went to. That we have this whole Star Wars universe. That we can pull things from. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's theoretically state. Okay. They decided 
and and I I do not agree with whitewashing. I don't. Okay, I don't. Well, let's, it's not let, the right word for it in this case, but it's it's such a. Well, minor it would be thing. it would be needlessly changing a, a classic v- villain's appearance for but, no reason. Okay, I, it's not I, like I, they can't they can't make it happen, right? Um, and we've seen in the past like they like to keep the same. Um, if it's something's in the expanded universe and they want to pull from it, usually they'll try to keep like enough of the core alive like they might change the planet a bit but it, it'll still be kind of the same or the character oh. might be used slightly differently i don't know i don't think th- I, I do not think this is this could be possibly be thrawn okay I mean, it's got to be a new character let's okay it might, let's, he might be he might be inspired by thrawn that's what i was gonna but, say maybe maybe they pulled enough enough of thrawn okay okay let's okay and let, let's it's not going to be the case but let's maybe he's let's, a brilliant technician but like I, okay there you go there you go but, and that I, would bother me too, actually. But oh, that's it. But, but not as bad as calling him Thrawn. Not. It's still pretty bad, I think. Oh. Honestly, <laughs> from my perspective, it would still be pretty bad. Because okay. it just—I don't know. Unless they kill him off in Rogue One, you just—the only question you can answer is where is he after this? Mm-hmm. And with Thrawn, those questions are okay because part of Thrawn's whole backstory is that the Empire, which is extremely uh, xenophobic, that's not the right, right word. Right, right. Um, but you know, extremely. Uh, what, I don't. Know, what's the word? Someone help me. It's not racist. What is no, it? When it's, like they, you know, they don't. Okay. They, yeah, they don't yeah, like aliens. They don't yeah. like aliens. Yeah, don't like aliens. For them to that that explains so much of what Thrawn is. That you know, he's risen up despite all of this because of how brilliant he is, and explains why he leaves. Because you know, thro- uh, you know, just like hey. You've done a great job. You made a mistake. You made a setback. We can't have you here. Mm-hmm. It just, I, uh, it would, it would bother me greatly if they've. This is how they reduce the character. Is okay. what I'm trying to say. Okay, let me, let me, let me throw something else out here. Okay, on this aspect. Sure. Shoot. Filoni, Filoni has said that coming into third season, they're going to introduce a main major character. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, take... Did they say they're introducing a character, or just that it's going to be something big? I thought it says something big. William, what do you remember? Something big, character, whatever. Let me pull up my exact notes. There you go. Um, so Filoni said, uh, let's see, something big is going to happen that I think people really, really want. And I know I've wanted it for a while, and we figured out how to do it. It's a very important moment in Star Wars, an important moment for Star Wars fans. Actually, long-time diehard Star Wars fans. So it's going to be something you'll definitely learn more about Celebration coming up because I'm going to talk about it specifically. Okay. Um, and he does also say that there are ties to Rogue One, but I don't. I don't know. I think people are jumping to the to okay. jumping the gun with a Thrawn analogy okay. or the okay. Thrawn connection. So there's, okay, then, then, there's then, then, one wait, other. Wait, possible... wait, wait, wait. Okay, go ahead, Tom. Okay, wait. I have one other idea. Okay, do, Tom, do, go first. Okay, so do you <laughs> think taking taking the Thrawn out of what Filoni said? Because that's what everybody wants. Do huh? you think that the character he's going to introduce in Rebels that's going to be big is this guy? Mm, could be. Again, if, if he's like I, – I could see them set, creating a brand new character that is inspired by Thrawn in some ways. Maybe being a brilliant tactician, appreciating art, some stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe – Maybe I think that's the furthest they would go with the the Thrawn connection. I think it's probably a different character. Now, do I think it's the same character that they reference in Aftermath? 
very might well it might very well be and i'd agree that, with that you on that pretty if, likely yeah and if it's not thrawn i could see them referencing this guy in aftermath i really can't and, and that makes sense why they would not name him in aftermath too because remember like they, they never they never gave us his name right. at all uh and now there's the, the the second book in that trilogy is coming out uh this summer and then the third one will be after rogue one so that timing also makes a lot of sense <laughs> Uh, yeah. But they can then introduce him and then kind of finish up that that arc once his full character has been revealed. Mm-hmm. Um, and he looks young enough that he could still, you know, and again, it's only, what, five, four or five. Aftermath is a couple years after, six months after Return of the Jedi. So it'll probably be like, yeah. what, five years after this? Uh, like that. So that all makes sense. Like, the timeline all makes sense perfectly. Yep. So I have one other idea. Okay. Okay. And Tom, will, you'll probably appreciate this more than William will. Could we be seeing a, I'm going to call it a uh, Red Skull moment? Explain, Ooh. please. So in the first Ooh. Captain America movie, the main villain is, I don't remember yeah. what everyone called him, but it's Red Skull. Right. And I don't remember if they announced I've forgotten that. Okay. I don't remember if this was announced before the movie or not. But the whole idea is that he's actually he has literally a a red face, an iconic look for the villain. But for most of the movie, he wears a mask over it mm-hmm. because it you know he's embarrassed by his you know visage and what people think of him and so on. That would actually fit pretty well with Thon Thrawn here as well. They could kind of yes. pull that little through, potentially. Yeah, potentially. I don't know. I, I, I still, don't I think still it's feel likely. like it's, I feel like, I feel like the whole Thrawn angle is a stretch still. I, I would I still agree. I feel like so, he's just a very very. He's going to be a um, a force to be reckoned with, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Some sort of grand admiral. Beyond that, and I think he has ties to aftermath. That's 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 my theory. But beyond that, I don't I, know. I think that's okay, a good I've theory. Got, I've got I've got one more one more crazy theory. <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there. I have to, because. Okay. Let's theoretically this is your last stay. crazy theory of the episode, Tom. We're, we have a limit, okay? I know, <laughs> I know. This is my last one of the, of the podcast uh, of this podcast. Uh, I can have some later, but let's say, let's just say that that shot was put in there as a red herring, because the next shot you see of him, you only see the cape and from the back of him. So let's just say they threw it in there, just to throw everybody off, thinking, well, that's not Thrawn. But when you actually see that on screen, it, it's hopeful, wishful thinking, I know. Very wishful thinking. Why would they have two characters dressed the exact same, looking who's the say, same? Who's to, say, oh, no, who's to say it's two characters? Who's to say that that was, let's say, a screenshot without the blue face? Realize it didn't work. And then they figured out a way to put the blue face on him with the red eyes, with the lighting to make it actually work. It's still the same person. Still a stretch. But yeah. moving on slightly. Thank you. We've got to move on to the We get, we get another really overtake. cool shot. Very brief. We get to see uh, what looks kind of like an Imperial repulsor tank. Yes. And it, we don't yes. get a lot of detail. We can kind of see there's a tank driver on top of it. But I'm really excited that we're going to see more of the Imperial. Classic. Uh, and classic our, stormtroopers. Well, what's the word? The you know I have no words tonight, apparently. Okay. Um, classic Imperial, you know, the breadth of their military. Essentially, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, we're we're definitely going to be focused more on the ground troops. So I think we're going to see a lot more, um, you know, than than we've seen in the past. Even you know, 
that's my my theory. Yeah, but and we seems... get to see, we see the shadow troopers, and you know what we of get the next... this. Yeah, we get one of these really cool stormtroopers even dry, uh, piloting the ship, the, 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 the tank. But it also seems that's the way this movie was written. It was supposed to be about ground troops, not about the X-wing pilots. It's supposed to be the band of brothers type Star Wars exactly. movie. And exactly. Watching this trailer, that's what we're getting. Now, oh, yeah. do you think that's a shadow trooper, Stephen? The the black stormtrooper. I've I've heard them referred to as death troopers, but I don't know if that's official or just you know what people have called them. Oh, what we um, see later. I don't know. I don't think it's an. Are you talking about the Dark Forces Shadow Trooper? Yeah. Sorry. The the one oh nine in. Yeah. Yeah. No. Not a chance. Yeah. But there's a really cool stormtrooper with black armor. Yeah. Um. We get some shots of it. Actually, this looks like um. Some some stormtroopers leading a group of rebels uh, handcuffed through a, a marketplace of some sort. Uh, rebel pilots specifically. Some rebel oh. pilots. Yeah. And a shot of um. Of, of Jin and Diego Luna's character and the droid with played by Alan Tudyk running through it looks like an imperial base but we we actually skipped it we skipped the scene we did skip the scene of uh Forrest Whitaker yes yes I, I know I know it's nothing he, I know it's he nothing talks later it, yeah it's like all, all you see him basically is just enter scene and he yeah and like he's, he's wearing got, some sort of armor yeah 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 like but then at that point at, at that point you hear him narrating the film Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So what will you do if they catch you? What will you? Yeah. What will you do if they break you? Uh, if you continue to fight, what will you become? You know, that's a fascinating thing. Cause that, sounds like a word of warning. Yeah, and that's that's something that we've heard again, almost because you've kind of heard, you know, you've kind of heard Yoda talk to Ezra like that. It's like, you know, why is it, you know, you always have to fight? Okay. It's almost right. like there are alternatives to fighting, okay? And, and you're hearing the same thing, maybe in a different voice, here. It's like, sure, you know, there's an alternative, but this is like you're saying, if you keep fighting, you know, what are you going to become? I mean, yeah. look at Ezra. Ezra's the same thing. He's fighting, 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 and it's almost like Ezra's saying the same thing. If you keep fighting, you know, there are alternatives, but if you keep doing this, what are you going to become? So it's almost right. like the word of warning from two different voices, two different eras. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah. So, in that scene where they're running through the, I'm guessing an imperial base of some sort. That looked like a subway um, to me. It weird that, as it is. I've heard it's the uh, some subway in London, but oh, I guess you're that right. You know that doesn't mean it does it's a kinda... subway. It doesn't mean it's a subway in the actual movie, though. Sure, no, but wait, actually, it, you're right. It does kind of. There's like a bunch of doors on the right hand side. I'm trying to tell. If, I don't know. I don't know if that's a transport or. Okay, I got here's here's a theory, a theory. How do okay. you think within a Death Star that big, troops get from one part of the polar cap? We to have the other heard in the... I believe in the expanded universe. Correct me if I'm wrong, Stephen. There they have these transports that take you from one side of the ship to the other. And who's to say that could possibly be inside that that the Death Star? That would be really cool. That yeah. would be because that and would also, it also looks like sorry th- that would also give. Uh, weight to that amount of stormtroopers and the new stormtroopers that you see there on the other side of the platform running somewhere. Yeah. So. And and one of those stormtroopers, uh, oh, so a couple of those stormtroopers are wearing much darker armor too, almost mm-hmm. like it's dirty or intended to be more of like a camouflage. Right. It's very interesting. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but Jin is is holding something in her hand. Uh, it looks like a, maybe a, a data pad of sorts. Yeah. Um, Perhaps containing some plans. Some plan- exactly. That's that's what I was. That's what I was wondering. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. And then we see. Uh, is this Donnie Yen's character? I believe. Yes. The. Uh, I'm just gonna call him a samurai because that's what he I looks like. How, yeah, I don't this know is very that. interesting. I know lots, lots of like Star Wars elements were inspired by samurais, etc. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is the first time we've really seen uh, something like that in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's just taking out these these stormtroopers with his staff. Yeah, surrounded, and it looks like they're on some sort of. Uh, so it's definitely definitely a sandy surface. Mm-hmm. But the if you look in the background, we have crashed X-wing, uh, and then it looks like in the background some sort of more elaborate city. It looks fairly fancy. Maybe the uh, city we saw earlier. That uh, yeah. yeah. So I'm guessing not Tatooine because it looks too nice to be Tatooine almost. Uh, that's what I'm hoping for. I yeah. Know, but then we get yeah, to but... see some shots that I feel like are really indicative of the kind of the tone they're going for the movie, which is, you know, watching a transport shuttle of some kind get blown up. Mm-hmm. Um, with with all sorts of, like, palm trees. Yeah, so it looks like a, another new planet of some kind. And also, but, from the look of it, different stormtroopers, too, because I'm I'm on a shot yeah. of three stormtroopers that have even darker armor, but they could be the shadow troopers with the, the long helmets. Their helmets are on the side, but they don't look possibly to be that way, but you know, there's yeah, right. definitely are... some fighting going on. Yep. And then we get Mendelssohn strolling through the water with his, his cape flowing behind him. Yeah. And there's all sorts of stormtroopers uh, dead on the ground. And I think that's a... Is that an X-Wing that's destroyed? Yeah. From the or his ship? It, yes. Yeah, look, and this it is exactly... It looks, like it. It looks like, kind of like the aftermath of whatever fight was going on with uh, mm-hmm. the shuttle blowing up. Yeah. You know, it looks yeah. Very, like a very similar location. Yep. Very cool there. Yeah, and then we get one of the the most mysterious shots, I'd mm-hmm. say. Yeah. A hooded figure approaching, kind of looks like a bacta tube to me. Yep. But with two royal guards surrounding him. Who do you think is in that black cloak? Uh, my guess, would, I I mean, my only guess would be the admiral that we've been seeing. The yeah. grand. Admiral. I feel like he wears white, so I I don't know. I wonder if like Maybe is this it could, could it just be the lighting else. that's causing that? Theory, theory. Maybe. Could it could it okay. be the emperor walking up to the back to tank that could have let's say barely visible in Anakin Skywalker inside? So it's it's too late. I mean, he'd already be Vader. He'd have to be out of his armor in that case. We do know Vader's that, around. That's the case, obviously. I don't think it's Vader in the cloak because he's not big enough and doesn't move no. like Vader. I don't think it's the emperor as well because he really? still moves too swiftly. Mm-hmm. Um, and the emperor, I feel like, is much more slower frail and he's also kneeling well the emperor, we haven't seen the emperor at this point in time right well, he's only got four years between this and the old guy walking around in, in jedi so but um, i don't know it's, it's a tough call yeah I, I, this this is the that that's the one scene that intrigues me the most i think it's like i don't, I don't know who who that is yeah. All the speculation. Wow. Yeah. 
And then we get another scene of this this other character. We don't really know who he is. I forget what the name of the actor is. That's Forrest Whitaker. But, uh, oh, that no, that, that that's also Forrest Whitaker. That's not Forrest Whitaker. Um, that's not some guy with like a um, with the pauldron on his side. Uh, he's wearing the the red armor. The red oh gray. no, this guy who looks. Uh, I don't know the actor's name, but I know who you're talking about. It. There's yeah. Oh, okay. Him. Yeah, he's got you, this big you went, gun. You went two scenes in front of me. Yeah, because we were, okay. we already talked about the four Forrest Whitaker um, okay. yeah. scene, and then um, so I don't know who he is, but he he probably part of our rebels, and then and then the, we get the beautiful shot. <sighs> and we basically see these rebels running along the ground, and it looks like there's some water. It's almost like a it's almost like a beach. Uh, yeah, it's almost like a D Day type shot but mm-hmm. you you have and, and about as uh what's the word deadly <laughs> yeah about as messy well you've got three at ats four four, four? now there's four there's oh you're you right it, like the camera pans there's a fourth yeah yep. there's a fourth and they're a little get, bit different though they are no, they don't have the chin guns don't know why they but don't. interesting to note they don't no, no they don't. They're yeah. on their side. Good point. And the original okay, no, AT-80s do have them on their side, but they also have them on the chin. But, that, okay. again, we're seeing the, the... This is the word I was looking for earlier. We're seeing the breadth of the Empire's war machine. Right. Yeah. And it's just such a beautiful shot, too, with the, the four AT-80s and the clouds in the background, the palm trees, and the water splashing around the, the feet of the AT-80s. It's just amazing. An amazing shot. Without a doubt, mm-hmm. and then of course it fires the camera and goes black. And then mm-hmm. and then you get and then you get this really cool fade in mm-hmm. to and this is another one of the trailer. This is a very iconic in this trailer a very iconic mm-hmm. pose that she oh, strikes yeah. because what yeah. is this saying at this point to where you see Felicity it's... Jones in what looks to be an imperial uniform because that's an imperial insignia insignia on her right arm. But you can't yep. tell if it's a TIE fighter outfit. It looks like she's got something on her back, like it could be a weapon. Yeah. Is the she, front looks is like a spying? TIE fighter. The, the back looks like uh, riot control or something like that almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Is, is this a point of the movie where she starts out? Is this where she gets turned? Is she a spy here? Is this? Yeah, is she, have, she in disguise. Yeah, uh. we have no idea what is at this point of the trailer why she's that way. Mm-hmm. But it's so, so beautiful the way the lights like turn on, mm-hmm. uh, going from either side of her all the way up to the top, um, as she turns toward the camera, and it, it's just it's an amazing, amazing shot. It's really cool looking. Yeah. And uh, and then that's how the trailer ends since it says Rogue One. Mm-hmm. That's a Star Wars story. And it's over. And that's it. That is this. That is the total, the total trailer, but it it's amazing. It really is. It got me so excited. Yeah, I I think it got a lot of people really excited. Oh, <laughs> I'm this looking has forward been, to this. Obviously, this has been on our radar, mm-hmm. but it's clearly getting so right now as we're looking doing this. Hey, let me refresh the page just to be safe. It was at twenty seven point eight. Yeah, now it's at 27.9 million views in the time we've been listening, watching this, wow. talking about this. 
um, it's a big deal. And yeah. I think it's exact. It was the right type of trailer to get things started for just uh, enough detail to December. explain to people what it is. Not enough uh, and, and enough mystery to keep you wondering and excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But it told you more than the one for the Force Awakens, the original teaser yep. trailer. That's that's the yep. second. And like I said, out. they they had to. Yeah, yeah, they had to. Yeah. Oh, they definitely had to because they are launching in a way a new series out of this. If you look at it that way, I know it's supposed to be a standalone, but they're launching something different they, within the Star Wars universe. They had to do this. That is true. Yeah. And they have to give users get set expectations that, yes. you know, this is a, a separate thing, but it's also going to be amazing. Yeah. Yep. And, so, yeah. and exactly. it's, it's amazing enough, but it's still set within the Star Wars universe because of all the callbacks to where it was launching from. That was the beauty of this trailer. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Cannot wait for December. Exactly. Neither can I. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, December 16th cannot come soon enough. No, it can't. No, it can't. No, it can't. So, mm-hmm. We should figure out a way to see this together. Don't know how. It would be nice. We'll have to great. see. I might. We don't, we don't know when in December, right? December 16th. Yep. Oh. Uh. December 16th. Hang on. Now I need to check my schedule because I might be gone on vacation during. Why would you out. do that? No. The release, the release date's been out for a while. I I mean, it's it's a trip with the family. And honest, it's, you know, no, it's, a, it's a nice tropical location. It's kind of hard to say no to. No, so a tropical nice. location where the at-ats might be? That <laughs> pretty uh, actually, tropical it would to me. be surprising. I, I could see it. Let's see. Oh, no. Now I'm scared. We'll send AT-ATs after you. Mm-hmm. They, they already know the beachhead, as you saw in the film. So, yeah. Well, it, it'll be close. That vacation may start on 12-17. So, oh, well, uh, you're good. It, we'll it, the movie's on 12-16, yeah. so you're safe. Well, I don't, I, it depends on when my flight is. So, <laughs> I'll have to see. Anyway, well, we'll go I, see it at midnight on 12-15, so mm. everything's fine. Uh-huh. You can sleep on anyway. the flight. Just sleep on the flight. But, uh, anyway, all right. Well, that's it. Um, we yeah, were originally we planning on doing our uh, our season two recap of Rebels um, next, but obviously this surprise trailer, this teaser trailer, took precedent. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will be back probably in like a week or two with our recap of season two of Star Wars Rebels. In the meantime, we finally have at least a little idea of what's going to happen with Rogue One. I think they're really going to start kicking up the PR machine now that The Force Awakens is out and available uh, on home video. And um, I'm excited. We now have more than just that celebration-exclusive teaser that they had uh, last summer. So In celebration, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a bunch of things coming out. Oh, there will be tons. Yeah, there's going to be a bunch of stuff. That's going to be fun. Sadly, we're not going to be there, but it's going to be fun to sit on the sidelines and watch what's going to be announced. Mm-hmm. So, so thank you all for listening as usual, and we will be thank back in a few weeks with another episode. Thank you for listening to the Ion Cannon Podcast, your source for entertainment reviews from a galaxy far, far away, including Rebels, the sequel trilogy, spin-off films, and more. If you like what you hear, please rate us in your favorite podcast client. Your review will help the show grow within the Star Wars fan community. Visit our website, ioncannoncast.com, or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. 
You can also get in touch with us by emailing contact at ioncanoncast.com. The Ion Cannon Podcast is not associated with Lucasfilm, The Walt Disney Company, or any of their respective trademark or copyright holders. Any and all opinions expressed on this show are that of the hosts. This podcast is a production by fans for fans and is copyright 2016.